single week, I am hosting a new live show called Business Power Hour. I loved the panel presentations we did at the Authentic Seller Summit so much, and I got a ton of feedback that you guys loved them and you loved hearing us just talk about business and chat, and there were so many good takeaways, and it was really fun being live all together. And so I decided to make it into a weekly show. So every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, you can join me inside my Facebook group for a special panel presentation. Today, we are going to play the audio for you from the Power Hour we did last Thursday. If you like this format, come live to the live show. I'll be live every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern in the Facebook group with a new panel of experts talking about a new topic every week. It's going to be really fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Okay, yay. This is so fun. Can you guys comment if you are on here so I can see what com what the commenting situation is going to be? And then let me get Jillian in the stream. And then we will all be here. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you guys for being here. It's so good to see all of you guys again. Welcome. It's Business Power Hour, y'all. If you guys are watching live, let me know. Can you see me? Can you hear us? Is it all working? Just give us the confirmation in the chat. I'm going to let our beautiful presenters introduce themselves. We have a great show for you guys today. We're going to be talking about how to actually get on camera and share on social media and send email and do all the things when you're terrified of being on camera and sending emails when it makes you want to barf and you're <laughs> the most anxious person in the world. <laughs> Are you guys ready? <laughs> They're going to help you guys out. They got all the answers. So Heather, you want to go first? Just go ahead and introduce yourself. You guys can tell them who you are, what you do. And then I have free gifts from all of you guys. And I'll put those in the chat while they're talking for you guys. So take it away, Heather. So if you don't know me, I am Heather Ritchie. And I am a certified content marketing strategist and SEO content writer. And I basically make the whole content creation process easier and less overwhelming for content creators. And one of the things that I know we all struggle with, well, most of us do, is imposter syndrome. I mean, even celebrities struggle with feeling like a fake or a fraud. So my free gift is a PDF of the signs and symptoms of imposter syndrome so that you can start recognizing it ahead of time. I love it. That's great. I'm going to put the link. I'm going to, I can't figure out how to comment in here since we're in Live, but I'll go I'll go on through the Facebook group while you guys are talking and put these in the chat. Okay. Who's next? I'll go next. Perfect. <laughs> Love it. My name is Anna Crosby. I run GNI Collective, which is an email marketing and consulting company. I'm all about teaching online business owners how to use email. And the reason that I teach it is because I am the biggest introvert like ever. Um, I am so incredibly introverted that when I saw this topic of the show, I was like, I need to go on there because if I can do this, anybody can do this. Yeah. Tell them, tell them again. Tell them yeah, again. Yeah. You know, all our little introvert friends are like watching right now. They're like, well, that's nice for them, but not me. Right. <laughs> I mean, I am so introverted. I only leave my house once a week and that's to get groceries. Mm -hmm. So that is, that is the level that I'm talking about, right? I feel so, you. I yeah. never leave my house either. And I got in my car the other day to go somewhere. And there was like a 
family of spiders that had like made their, like, <laughs> webs off of my car. And I, I was like, I was like, I feel kind of bad now, like leaving. So I feel like I don't go anywhere either. <laughs> yeah. And that's why I love email marketing. I feel like email marketing is just like the perfect sweet spot for us introverts. It's the best about showing up, but in a way that kind of feels cozy and more personal than, you know, like any other ways that you can think of, like shouting into the void on social media. Not that I have anything against social media. I think social media is great and it definitely works for people. But for me as an introvert, email marketing was where it's at. So that mm -hmm. is what I love to teach about and my um free gift for you guys is my how to monetize your blog with email training and there's a little workbook that you can follow along with as well and it's basically all about how to make sure that when you are um thinking about starting a blog and you're doing all the the stuff that heather will help you do with your content marketing that you actually translate some of that into email marketing and actually start to make money with it so that's what that's all about yay i just put their free gifts in the chat for you guys you guys got to go grab them i think mine you accidentally put the course instead of the freebie <laughs> um let me see I don't, that was the opt-in page i had pulled up let me see. Yeah, it's, that's the actual Thrivecart course. We'll get the right. We'll get the right link. That's the link. I, I mean, I think it. that's free too. But that <laughs> okay, we'll get the link afterwards for them then. And I can. Let me see. I don't know if I can like take it out or I don't know. I'll have the team. Let me message the team and I'll have them see if they can. And find I can them. find the link too. Yeah, if you want. Yeah, we'll get it. We'll get it for you guys. Okay. And then last but not least. We have Miss Jillian. Hello. Hi. Can you guys Welcome hear me? Back. Yeah, we can hear you. Thanks okay, for coming. Good. 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 Thank you. I was waiting on the Zoom and realized, wait, I'm in the wrong place. Um, so hello, everybody. I'm Jillian Leslie. I am host of the Blogger Genius Podcast. If any of you listen over there, and in fact, Faith, you're going to be a guest very soon. Yeah, um, we're going to do a podcast. I'm excited. I feel like you and I could talk for days. <laughs> I do too. I do too. I feel like we are very like-minded in how we think about business building. So um, I am creator of a blog called Catch My Party. Uh, my husband and I build tools. So we have something called MyLodry, which is a pop-up app many creators use, especially food bloggers to grow social media followers. I didn't hear and about Catch My Party. I didn't know you had that. Uh, I only knew that was how we started. Oh, okay. So that right. was like and your OG blog. We just... That was our OG. Exactly. That's where we learned, you know, where we uh, stumbled a lot. And um, and now we sell a tool called MyLotree Cart, which is like Thrivecart, only easier, cheaper, and made for people who hate technology, <laughs> which, by the way, is like all of us. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that go, sounds like a great offer. Go check that out. I've Definitely go check that out. And I think my freebie is how to figure out what kind of digital product you, because I feel like if we're not selling digital products, we need to be, and it's not hard. And so go do my quiz to figure out what, where you should start based on your personality. And in terms of my first tip about how to deal with imposter syndrome and how to deal with being an introvert, and I would call myself an introvert as well. I think it's all, I think it's two things. One is fake it till you make it. So it is putting yourself out there and challenging yourself, even when it feels awful. Mm -hmm. 
and recognizing everybody feels awful. Maybe there are five people, you know, who are okay with it. Everybody else is dying inside. You are not alone. And two, I think it is, I have a 16 year old daughter and having a teen, it's a teen girl. This like this lesson comes home all the time, which is you think it's all about you and it is not about you and nobody cares about you. Nobody is noticing <laughs> your pimple. Like nobody. Like they so all know. Nobody... Everybody knows. <laughs> and so if, and, and by the way, I was doing something recently, created a video. I showed it to her and I was like, oh, I look weird. And she goes, mom, Nobody cares about you. And I was like, first of all, a little shamed, like, oh my God, I'm embarrassed that she did that. But then I was like, thank you. Because I think that is a lesson we need to hear over and over again. It is about how I can you. The truth is you don't care that much about me and my pimple or my messy hair or whatever. So get out, like kind of like get out of your own way. So that I just wanted to put that out there. I love that. I think that's like super important. It's such a hard lesson to learn. If you guys are watching, you can put questions for them in the chat. Like we're here live. We obviously all can talk forever. So we're fine, like having our own conversation. But if you're on here and you're like, I really wish they talk about this, or you want to tell us what's what you're struggling with, you can put it in the chat and we'll talk specifically to you since you guys are here live. I'm like, you get special privileges over the replay people. You know what I mean? It's like, you're like the VIP people on Business Power Hour. We love our live viewers. So put your questions in there. Otherwise, Anna, I would love to hear more from you. I loved your thought that you said you were like, you were like my cozy, my cozy little email list. And I know there's people listening. I'm like, y'all need to borrow Anna's thoughts about email. Cause I'm like, oh, that feels like, even for me, I was like, oh, that feels so nice. <laughs> Like, so I would love to hear, like, did you always have that thought about email or did you have to like build it? And like, what, what, tell us, tell me the email journey. Like, what was it like when you started? How did we get to the transformation of like the cozy, nice email list? I want to hear what that was like for you. Yeah. So I did not always think that email was going to be my thing. Uh, because when I started an online business, everybody was talking about social media um, and Facebook groups. That Those were like the two big things that everybody was teaching. So when um, I first like sought out information on, you know, like, how do I start an online business? They're like, all right, well, you have to post on all of these platforms. You have to post on Facebook. You have to post on Instagram. Periscope was a thing back then, too. Um, so they were like, oh, my gosh, Periscope is, like, amazing. If you're not on there, you're missing out. Like, I forgot about Periscope. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> so that is what I kept hearing. Um, but I was never really that person that posted a lot on social media, even in my personal life. I don't really post my life out there. As an introvert, it just feels, like, weird to do that um, and too much oversharing. And I'm pretty a pretty private person, I think. Um, and, yeah, I just... I feel like if somebody wants to know what's going on in my life, they have my number, they can text me. Uh, so <laughs> that's also, I think, why when I thought about, you know, oh, well, okay, let me go in order. But at the same time, I also knew that I had to show up somewhere. I couldn't just be in my house by myself, you know, with You're my like, head down. You're like, they're going to send me money in the mail. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, nobody is going to to text me and say, like, hey, Anna, can I pay you for something? Like, can I buy something from you? Money. It would be so nice. Um, but it never happened, obviously. And 
it doesn't happen that way. So I knew I had to show up somewhere. Um, so that's why I started thinking about like, what is my way of showing up? And that's kind of my biggest like thought that I would like to share with everyone if they are thinking about like, it's scary to show up, find a way that is not as scary for you to show up and start there. Because showing up in any way is better than not showing up at all just because you're anxious and you're scared and even now after years and years of being on camera and showing up for my business because that's the two primary things that i do is i do um collaborations like this uh and summits uh and stuff like that and i do email marketing i don't actually do anything on social media i have a facebook page where i post like the bundles and summits that I'm part of, but that's, you know, <laughs> to satisfy the promo requirements, right? Yeah. Like to social media, but I don't actively use social media for my business. Um, so that's what I found because when I started thinking about it, I started thinking, okay, well, what, what are my strengths? What am I good at? I'm good at public speaking. Besides the fact that I'm an introvert, I love public speaking. Oh, I hope that it shows <laughs> right now. Well, you keep coming back. Okay. I was super happy you signed up. I was like, hell yeah, Anna's back. Yeah, I just oh. got that email. I'm like, I'm in. <laughs> I love it. I am in. Yeah, because I love um, I love sharing what I've learned because I, the other thought that I have about myself and that I know about myself is that everything that I have right now, I had to work for. I had to learn. It all came from like real hard work nothing I was never really good naturally good at anything um, I'm good at public speaking because I went to graduate school and I got my PhD in cognitive psychology um, oh, and God. it was a research program where I had to present my findings and present my research so I got good at presenting um, and then I also worked as a teacher's assistant in the summers because they didn't pay us for the summer um we had to you know just kind of be on our own <laughs> that's the grad school life um but they would pay you a little bit if you were a teacher's assistant for the summer and you could also teach your classes later on too um so i did that so i got really good at presenting stuff and i was like hey like i can do this i am good at this and i can do that and that became my thought from that um, and then the other thing that I knew is that I am really good one-on-one -on -one and in small groups. So I use that to my advantage. So being on social media, of course, that was way out of my, you know, uh, I don't want to say comfort zone because I do push myself out of my comfort zone still, even with yeah. the things that I know that I'm good at. Um, but talking to this nameless, faceless crowd somewhere on the internet. And I don't know who they are. I don't know if they want to hear from me. I don't know if, you know, I don't know anything about them. When I contrast that with email marketing, everybody on my list has signed up to it. Like I didn't just add randos. I didn't, you know, like go harvest some emails from somewhere. They have said like, hey, I'm interested in hearing about email marketing. So to me, that reframe was like, hey, this is where I show up. This is how I show up because I know that everybody getting my emails has asked for it. And that to me as an introvert made it feel like, all right, they ask me for my knowledge. If I'm not showing up, I'm not holding up that end of the bargain. I'm letting them down. Um, because like what Jillian said, it's not ever about you. It's about them, right? Like they are, they have said, I want to learn about email marketing from somebody, right? <laughs> they chose me. 
So if I am not showing up, I'm not helping them. They are waiting, right? Yeah. And I'm not there. To me, that is, it completely removes anything, any anxiety that I have about sending emails. Do I still have anxiety about sending emails? Yes. I send myself a test email. I look at it in the preview, right? I double check it. And just this past Monday or Tuesday, I still send out an, an email with a name placeholder that I haven't switched to have the, you know, the, the, <laughs> the thing filled in. And it was awful. But yeah, it's still. But happens. she's still here, you guys. I'm, she's still, still here. here. <laughs> Look at that. We've all done that, by the way, too. <laughs> yeah, we're all yes. still living. You know what I mean? I yes. think that's a really good example, and I think it's important. Like, I think a lot of times when people talk about like showing up and like the fear of visibility, a lot of times people think like, "Oh, I have to do live, and I have to be on Instagram, and I have to do TikTok, and I have to do yeah. Facebook, and I need a Facebook group, and I need this," and it's like just pick one thing, like, let's climb one mountain at a time. You know, if, if you already know, like, email gives you terrible anxiety, like, maybe we also don't need to be like trying to do live video and build a TikTok account and like do all the and like, because what happens is it'll just fry your nervous system, right. So I think Anna's a really good example of like, I'm gonna just tackle this one little thing, it is uncomfortable, but I can kind of manage it, like, and I can kind of deal with it. And like, yes, it makes me anxious. But I, you know what, I can do it. Right. And so I just want I think it's a really good example for everybody of just like you get to do things your way. You don't have to be everywhere. You can sometimes like less is more. I'm doing a training. It's called work less, make more. It's coming up at the end of the month. I'll have the details for you guys soon. But part of that is like being selective about what you're doing and like not trying to be everywhere and not trying to do everything all the time and just being very selective about what we focus on. And I feel like you're great at that, Anna, where she's just like, I'm going to speak at events and that's how people are going to find me. And I'm going to put them on my email list and then I'm going to sell them these things. And that's it. That's her business model. That's it's it. like very simple. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I think that's great. Um, what about you, Heather? Like what, what has your journey kind of been like from did you ever struggle being on camera and like, what was that like for you in the beginning versus now? So I am actually a little bit the opposite of Anna, but we still have very similar problems in that I am like super extroverted. But after I had to leave my job as a police officer and I started doing the, like the online thing and started a blog, I had gained like 80 pounds because of health issues. And so I felt like people were going to, because, you know, there are trolls out there and they're going to say stuff, but you just have to let that roll off your back. It's going to happen. Just know that it's going to happen. But I realized I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't even go out of my house because I was so embarrassed the way I looked. And I didn't want people to see me. So I was like, you know what? You can't hide from ever. And then I just started showing up. I literally just like everybody has said, I just started showing up. And the thing is, I don't wear makeup you guys with makeup on look beautiful, but I don't wear makeup every day. And I'm like, I'm not putting makeup on to go on camera. You're getting the authentic me. And what I do is I use that as my unique selling proposition. I have typos in my slides. I'm like Kate Doster. I'm like, I'm just going to tell you, I'm giving you value, but I have typos <laughs> in my slides. I don't say I don't wear makeup, but you can tell, like I just started doing it and getting out there and just practicing and I was a little nervous coming in here and I know everybody, but it's still nerve wracking. You're still going to have those butterflies, but I like to look at it as fun. So wow. even extroverts do have those issues. It's just showing up, being yourself, 
being what is unique to you. And that's going to actually draw people to you. Because when I started doing that with email and other things, you know, we're afraid at first to be ourselves. But that's I'm goofy Heather. Like I'm going to draw people that want to be around my energy. And that's how it goes. And that's when the magic truly starts happening because you start connecting with the right people for you. I think that's a really good point right and i think especially women like we're taught like we have to look a certain way and sound a certain way and be a certain way to like be respected and taken seriously and like seen and even to like be on camera be visible and i think my version of that was like when i just decided like i'm gonna say like fuck on the internet (laughs) and like because otherwise i would like be on camera and i'd be so stressed about it because it's like well i can't talk it's just how i talk i'm not like trying to offend anybody it's just like but it's like if you can't let yourself talk how you talk and you can't like let yourself look how you look it like becomes it takes a lot more energy i think to show up on camera and be consistent but when you're just willing to just be like you know what i'm just gonna be myself some people are not gonna like it some people will like it all of it's fine I that was like really game changing for me personally, where it was just like, I'm not I'm not going to try and pretend to be anybody. I'm not. I'm just who I am. And I talk how I talk. And like some people feel a type of way about it. We get emails about people being like, it's so unprofessional that you do this. And like, how dare you? I get those too. I, I had one. It wasn't love to be indignant on the internet. They love it. That's their favorite. The like, I don't know. It's like the indignant internet police. The like, how dare you patrol is like out there ready to shame you for anything, right? For how you look, how you talk, how you sound, where you're from, what you did say, what you didn't say. I mean, just anything is like fair game, but that's okay. Like to me, I'm like, if they want to do that with their time, that's fine. But I'm not going to like make my decisions about my life based on like getting shamed or not on the internet. Cause like you said, everybody's got something to say. So do you have tips for like overcoming that? I think that's so interesting where you were like, oh, I, and I think a lot of women can relate to this, right? Where it's like, oh, I gained weight and I just didn't even want anybody to see me. And I felt all this shame. Like, how did you get over that to get back on camera? Like, what? Well, it was, I mean, it was really hard and I, I just started doing it. I just forced myself to get out there, to get on the internet and, it gets easier the more you do it. It's kind of like um, people need to know what you sell. And I think Faith, you're one of the ones that says like, you have to get out there and try it over and over and over and over because people need to hear about your product, but you also need to practice yourself. So that's, it's kind of like you maybe have training wheels, just start low. You don't have to do a live like this. I started with doing um, just like regular, like some of my videos in my courses and stuff. I started doing that. And that was not live. So it made me feel less stressed. And then I figured out because we all have to figure out, you know, I don't use a script, so I'm going to make mistakes. But again, that's just me. I'm going to go with it. And so you can figure out and get more comfortable on camera when you're not live. And then you can start doing like even summits or things like that. Have somebody interview you at a summit, but just really you have to push yourself and it's scary But once you do it, the magic is you get to do stuff like this and have fun and connect with new people and collaborate and grow your audience. So I just do just do it and start with maybe not live. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great, great advice, too. And I think it is like there is something cringy about like talking into a camera or talking into your phone 
And I think just like even just recording on your phone and just talking about something and the video never has to see the light of day. Nobody has to know and just get used to just being on camera and talking. I think that's a good place to start. And what about you, Jillian? I'd love to hear from you. Like, because you're, I feel like so confident and so outgoing. Like, were you always like that? Or did you struggle like getting on camera? And like, what was that like for you? I super appreciate that because it's not how it feels on the inside. And I think that's a really valid point. Like you seeing yeah. that, I'm like, are you, t are we talking about the same person here? Because the person <laughs> on the inside does not feel like that person you just described. So maybe I'm taking my own advice and faking it till I make it, or maybe I don't see myself as clearly. And that's something to think about. Like I was just jotting down some notes of things. So very similar to you, Anna in that find the place where you feel comfortable. I am a podcast listener. Therefore, it made sense for me to start a podcast. I didn't start a YouTube channel because that felt like, whoa, that felt too hard. But I feel I get podcasts. And when I'm recording a podcast, I don't have to think about the fact that people are listening to this all I have to do is be in relationship with one other person. And if I think about the fact that this is going out to thousands of people, that freaks me out. Therefore, I found a place where I could be comfortable. And from the podcast then, it did give me confidence to try other things. So another thing, though, that I feel is money because we all are business people, right? Yeah. Money is a great motivator. So if, for example, like you said to me, do this and you will make money, I can't tell you that how much of a motivator that is when we really start to put those things together. I will get out of my own way to make money. Yeah, I think that's a so great look like look at the nods and everybody yeah. hopefully you are out there going, you know, like so oh I'm afraid and I'm this is me. Just so I'm afraid I'm an introvert. This is uncomfortable. Money. Okay, guess what? <laughs> I'm gonna do it and it's gonna be awkward. And you know, but I, it will push me. I think there's no better way to work on yourself than to have an online business because you will be faced with every insecurity that you have. So know that like you don't need therapy, you just need entrepreneurship. And I promise all your issues will come up. And the question is, how do you deal with them? Now, one other comment that I have that I think is like the antidote to everything I'm sharing is grace. Mm. Can we give ourselves the grace we need. I have typos all the time. And every time I notice one, I cringe. I go, oh, I, you know, I didn't read it over. I missed it or whatever. I do. I cringe. And then I try to bring some grace in to say, yeah. do I really need to beat myself up over this? Do I really need to spend the next 15 minutes shaming myself? Am I, am I doing, am I, are you hearing my sound weird? No. Okay. You sound okay to me. Yeah. Okay, good. But my point is, so yes, I'm saying go after the money and be uncomfortable and face your fears and normalize it that we're all nauseous inside. But also, can I touch myself with my own grace to say, good job. Okay. It, you know, it was rough or I messed up my words, but it's okay. I'm not going to die. Nobody's judging me except me. And how can I touch myself, be like my best friend saying, mm. it's okay. It's okay. You got this.
I think that's like such good advice. One of the tips that I had wrote down when I was thinking about coming on here and having this conversation is like, be willing to be a beginner. And I'm like, you have to be willing to be bad at things, right? So it's like, you need to just be willing to go on camera and be a beginner or start a podcast and be a beginner podcaster. And it sucks. Like I get it. It sucks to be a beginner and have it be visible on the internet for all to see. Like we all have been there. <laughs> right. We're but I'm still like, there. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it's like still oh my God. like, you know? I say embarrassing things on camera. I feel like every time I go on camera, I coach and I'm on my video for probably like, I don't even know how many hours a week at this point. I mean, there's hours and hours, hundreds and hundreds of hours of me coaching and like being live. It's like, I say things like where I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that on camera or I'll be talking and I forget what I'm saying all the time because of my medication or I'll be talking to and coaching somebody and I forget their name and like all that stuff. Like what you said, it's like, yeah, there's part of you that's just like, oh, like I hate that. Like I wish it wasn't that way but then having that that compassionate piece of like you know what faith like you're really trying to help people you're really doing the best you can and like we just got to keep it moving here right and i think those two things together are really powerful just being willing to be a beginner and then having your own back that like you're not gonna be a beginner and then circle around with the beating stick and be like oh my god i suck that was horrible this is the worst it's like being able willing to be a beginner and then that compassion piece of like and I still like, I'm going to be gentle and caring and loving with myself, even when things go off the rails, or I say something stupid, or I lose my train of thought or whatever, you know, we, we all have our little things, right? There's a comment somebody made, they said, I'm super uncomfortable doing interviews, presentation, or I'm super comfortable doing interviews, presentations, and in-person events are fine. Where I struggle is my discomfort with my environment. I know intuitively that my audience, also neurodivergent entrepreneurs, don't give a shit about my messy house, <laughs> since theirs is probably too. But it keeps me off of reels and other short form content. Any thoughts to borrow? Does anybody have any good advice for this person? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Put a filter in. <laughs> yesterday yesterday i was on a zoom call and i go oh my god i love your bookcase and she goes that's a real bookcase you should see what's really behind me and like just like, put your oh back against the wall that's a good that's a good tip you know what i'm laughing because matt and i just moved into a house and we both have there's we moved from a big house to a very very small house okay so we both have offices right now that are full of shit and both of us have like desks with a wall behind us and there's just shit in front of me like and there's shit all over there and then you go into his office and like his desk is the same way it's like we just put like a desk with like a plain wall behind us and then the rest of the room is like what it is and because we couldn't take any time off work so we had to move from our rental and like start working within like two days and so there's, I like that tip, actually. That's like probably more of a, they wanted thoughts tomorrow, but I like that concrete tip too. I like, do that on reels. Kind of like wall. <laughs> oh, I do on reels. I'll, or even if you just, I'm telling you right now, I'm the same way. I have medication and health issues that makes me forgetful. And I don't always have time to clean. I have downtime being ill. And that's what I use. I'll use, I actually have, you can see the cat condo in the back of my reels, but I try to put like a filter that's not as bad on. But again, it's just me. Now, obviously, you can't see that I have a couple things around me. And that's where I'm like, comfortable that you guys can't see that. But that filter is amazing, because that's exactly what I do. And I do not have the cleanest house in the world. And that's, that's how it is. I did want to say, Faith, you mentioned something too. 
you were coaching me one time on talking about grace. We give grace to everybody else, but not ourselves. And I was beating myself up about something and Faith was coaching me. And you said, Heather, stop being an asshole to previous Heather or whatever. She was doing the best she could at the time because I was beating myself up over mm -hmm. something stupid that I should be further along. And, and she's right. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, for anybody who has kids, if your kid tries something for the first time and they kind of suck at it, do you tell them like, well, that sucked. You know, you need to you be, should better. be better. <laughs> you should be better at this. Right? Like, nobody would say that to their child. But why do we say that to ourselves when we're doing something for the first time? Yeah. Um, I yeah. I, I mean, I did a live workshop for the first time to like my email, uh, my email audience. Right. Um, and it wasn't the first time that I did a live workshop, but I was nervous as all hell. I was I could hear my heart pounding in my chest so loudly that I actually I actually thought I spoke louder than I normally would because I just gonna be like hear my thoughts and I and I was I was thinking for sure everybody watching this because I had like three people on live which I was super grateful for because I thought nobody was gonna show up but I had three people on live and I'm like oh my god these people are gonna think that I I, I don't know what I'm talking about like because I'm so nervous and all this stuff but then I, and I posted about it in, in our mastermind group and somebody who actually happened to be watching me on the workshop said, I mean, I didn't think that you were that nervous. You didn't look very nervous. You know, like I thought it looked fine. Like it was going We truly really are like our worst critics. Yeah, we I really are. Sure. Mm -hmm. Like people, yeah, people are very grace giving. I mean, there's trolls too, but the majority of people aren't trolls, you guys. The majority of people that are going to be in your communities are going to like you, right? Yeah, Jillian, what do you got? Thing I recommend, one thing I recommend is having an inner circle of people you trust. It could be one person. Like I have one person and she, I can ask her and say, what's my secret sauce? Like, what is it that I do that other people maybe that like makes me special? Because I don't see it like very much like you faith going, oh, you're confident. And I'm like, what? It's like we all have it and we're blind to it because it's the water we mm. swim in. Therefore, having that person it could be your spouse. It could be your mom. It could be. But being like listening to like saying, what's my energy like? And so that you know what makes you special and you can then lean into that, you know, so, so like, uh, Heather, you're saying like, I don't wear makeup, which really means like, I'm going to show up authentically. And therefore for other women who don't want to wear makeup and just want to out with you like that, my guess is just being with you for 36 minutes is like your secret sauce. So you're willing to put that out there and be like, guys, like this is not the place for like beautiful Instagram photos. Like we're not going to do Instagram photo ops. Right. And that, but, but please like find out how others see you. I mean, pick somebody who gets that and is not going to go. And then, you know, you pick your teeth <laughs> and you, whatever, like, you know, make sure it's somebody who really can see that in you. But I feel like that has been so helpful 
for me to see me more clearly because if you are up in my head it sounds pretty bad and that's why i have to cultivate grace and um self-acceptance and all of these things that's a continual process but to sh to kind of quick start it get feedback on you and then trust it and lean into it yeah i love that advice and i was gonna something you said just made me like trip my brain too about the messy house and i think the other part about this is like yeah find a clean wall if you want right but the other part is like just like with Heather with the makeup, it's like when she's willing to go on camera with no makeup on and let people judge her, like she's really what she's doing is like having other women see her and be like, well, she's on camera without makeup on. Like maybe I could too, right? And if you're willing to show your messy house, um, I think about all of the other moms that have shit all over their house that feel bad about it, right? And if you are like willing to show that part on camera and be vulnerable, like I do think that there's value in being willing to do that if you're comfortable, right? And the other thing I was gonna, that it made me think of is like, you know, we expect vulnerability from our clients. We expect them to be vulnerable, sharing their money with us, sharing their time with us. Like those are all significant risks when someone's paying you for a program and investing time and investing money. And it's like, we expect them to be vulnerable with us, but then we wanna be over here and like have our makeup done and our background perfect. And it's like, well, I'm not willing to like show you like anything imperfect of me and I'm not willing to give you any vulnerability. And to me, that exchange feels unequal. And so I think like to expect your customers to take all the risk and for us to be like, but well, I'm going to sit in my bubble where no one can judge me and my makeup is perfect and my house is perfect. And I don't, I don't share any parts of my life that are out of sorts. Like, I don't think that's an actual equal balance. And I think a lot of people, I think, I, you know, I think the trends are always shifting, but I think the trend of like seeing all the perfectly curated content and the like beautiful curated houses and all that stuff, like it came back into style, but I think people are getting tired of it again. And they want to just see like moms that are talking about real shit and people that are going on camera, women without makeup on that don't look perfect hundred percent of the time. Right. And people that are going to the gym that don't have like a 12 pack abs and like a perfect butt. <laughs> Like people are like, I want to see like people that look like me and like the people that are, I think when you're willing to be vulnerable, you'll attract a lot of people that are like you. And I think that makes your business, it makes your business so fun to run when you have a community of like-minded people that actually really like you and are kind of similar to you. But it's like, if you're not willing to show any of that stuff or risk being judged, right. Or risk being judged, risk people thinking it's things about you risk, whatever. It's like, you're putting all of the risk on your customer because you're expecting them to risk money, them to risk time, them to risk being vulnerable with you. Right. But then we're like, but I'm going to sit in like my perfectly curated bubble. And so something else I would say is like, yeah, find a clean background and a wall or whatever, but also like, you know, some, I did like a Instagram versus reality when we were moving where it was like, oh, here's the background from my shot. And here's what my fucking office looks like right now. Right. And everybody's like, oh, my God, like me, too. <laughs> and Kate the Doster had a reel where she made coffee in a dirty kitchen and put that in the reel. She's like, and I just made coffee in a dirty kitchen and you saw it all. That's exactly what you made me think of. Yeah, I think I think that, you know being like and telling the truth being like I'm anxious of being on camera like I'm like scared like this is you know I'm an introvert I think telling people that and not it's like yeah I think the fake it till you make it stuff is good advice too but I think there's also just a place of just being like real where you're just like 
I'm trying to get more comfortable being on camera. This is so scary. All right, let's go. <laughs> Here's what I got. I'm going to give you guys a pep talk, right? And I think that's very endearing to people, like to see most people are going to support you when you're honest and real about stuff like that. That so, actually reminded me of something that my husband once told me. Yeah. Because um, we both grew up being bullied. We were like the kids that were bullied, right? Um, and we were talking about it one night. And kids he said, so mean. <laughs> dude, you have no idea. Snails in the hair? Yeah. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> anyway, uh, but he was he was saying to me, like, something that he started doing is he got ahead of the bullies. So if he felt like insecure about something like about like how his hair looked that day or something like that he would say it first because if you say it first then what are the other like kids gonna say like oh yeah your hair does look bad but it takes a lot of the power out of it so yeah that's true that's um, a good point yeah so for the person with the messy house I, I mean so my brain is obviously thinking about email marketing already uh when somebody joins your list you can tell them that in the welcome email like hey i'm so and so i do such and such and i can help you in this way and here's some things that you should know about me number one i have a messy house number two you know all of those things that you maybe feel self-conscious about or you're anxious about and you don't know like what are people gonna think about that put that like right in there in your welcome email because what you're doing is you're laying it all out there and you know that the people who are going to stay subscribed to you they either like it because they can relate to it or they don't care about it and all the people who are just like well i, I can't follow somebody you know i just can't follow somebody that has a messy house online you know they're <laughs> gonna unsubscribe and you can tell them that like hey if any of these things are not okay with you there's the unsubscribe button like you know no hard feelings so Maybe that's yeah. something else that can that can help somebody. Uh, if it's your first time going live, you can say like, hey, you guys, this is my first time going live. And I don't really know how that's going to go, but I'm going to do it anyway. So let's let's see how this goes. Right. Uh, there's I think that's a really powerful thing to admit something that you're nervous about. And then when you say it out loud, then it minimizes it in your own kind of feeling. Yeah, that makes sense. Great. I love yeah. that. I love that so much. I want to see if you guys have any good tips for people that are just like, every time I want to go, I want to go on camera, but but thinking about going on camera makes me literally want to die. <laughs> and like, what do I even do? Like, what do you, what tips do you guys have for somebody that's just like, really, truly like, I just need to start. I know I need to start. I've been thinking about it for a long time right? Who, I know you all are out there who's like been like, they're like thinking about like doing it for a long time and they know they need to. How, what would advice would you guys give them to like get out of that thinking about doing it into like actually posting regularly? Here's what I recommend. Okay. The post-it and your phone. On the post-it, put the three things you're going to talk about. Oh my about gosh, this is genius. Get on your phone. And literally that way you don't go, oh no, I forgot what I was going to talk about. And it's sure it's doable. Three things is doable. So in, you know, that's what I do. Somebody actually shared this tip with me and I was like, that is genius because this is not a whole page of typed up stuff and a script and whatever, but this keeps me focused. Mm -hmm. And so literally say to yourself, I'm going to press I'm going to press live right now and I've got this to keep me safe and I can only, it, maybe I finish these in 10, five minutes. Great. I did it. 
And so that for me is like the quick and down and dirty thing where I feel safe and I know what I'm going to talk about and the end. I'm done. I love that. I think like it's really important too to just like keep it simple. I think a lot of times we put this pressure on ourselves where it's like, I have to have something very clever to say. Like it needs to be, it feels like we have this joke in the mastermind where it's like, it feels like such a good, useful thought where it's like, I want it to be really good. (laughs) And I'm like, all that thought creates is you creating nothing. (laughs) It creates a podcast that will never be published, videos that will never see the light of day, and a just like graveyard of ideas that will never be published. Right. And so, it's like, just be willing. Like the thought I use is like, I'm willing to be bad at this. I'm just going to practice until it's better. Right. And I actually start when I started, I swore to my first coach, I would never be on camera ever. Like not even like live, just any video. I was like, I'm going to have an anonymous blog. Heather's cracking up. Cause now I'm like alive for hours every week. Right. And I coach hours and like do all this stuff. But I was like, I will never be on camera. And I'll just tell you guys, like, it really is just practice. That's all it is. Like the only reason I'm good at being on camera now is because I've spent the last seven years being on camera all the time. And it's just a skill. Like I always say sales is like playing the violin. It just takes practice. Being on camera is kind of like that. It's just a skill. You don't pick up the violin once and go like, I'm an introvert. I'm just bad at the violin. (laughs) I was like, no, you got to practice more. You haven't practiced it enough. What are you talking? Like, of course, if you've only played the violin one time, you're going to suck at it right? It's like, that's what it is. It's like, you would expect to put in the reps. You don't expect to be born knowing it. But for some reason, being on camera, people just think like, oh, I should just be good at it. And I want to be really good at it. It's like, no, you're supposed to suck at it. You have only done it like one time for five minutes. It's like, you haven't, you haven't picked up the violin enough times yet. So that would be my tip is like, get your little post-it. I love the post-it. Put the post-it on the phone. You just like pick up your phone, just say something into your phone. It's going to feel super cringy. It's going to feel bad. You're going to feel stupid. It's whatever. Right. But I'm always like, those are just feelings in your body. If you're willing to feel cringy, if you're willing. I'm like, I'm willing to feel embarrassed. I'm willing to feel cringy. I'm willing to feel anxious. I'm willing to feel all these things because I know they're required to get the result I want. I just know I can't get the result without them. And so it's like, look, like money. embarrassment, Wait, anxiety, you're all money. coming. <laughs> Money. Yeah. If you want the money in the money. result line, <laughs> it's got to be embarrassment in the body sometimes and failure. And like all those things are required to get the money in the result line. Totally. <laughs> I would yeah. also say to start with, if you're on Instagram or TikTok, that one of the easiest things for you to do, I know it's going to seem scary, but pick like a five second popular sound or something and even if you're just pointing and doing, I mean, that's how my reel started. I can't even do transitions really, but like that's five seconds. Like if you start with that, that is not nearly as scary as like doing this for an hour. So if you just start really small, yeah, people are going to see you, but it's like five seconds and like you're pointing at a word and then you just progress from there. Like do, you know, get on and talk to the camera, you know, it just progresses from there and that'll help you as long as you start small. I love that. Someone just wrote in the chat, they said, embrace the cringe. I wrote a poem about feeling cringy. Basically, I was so afraid of being cringy that I became afraid to move, to exist, to take up any space. And that was kind of a kind of death. Embracing the cringe is a way of reclaiming your life. I I love this. And I teach this in the mastermind where we talk about partnering with negative emotions. Because I'm like, when you're willing to feel any feeling in your body, 
everything's fucking available to you. It's like mm-hmm. when you're just like willing to feel cringy, you're willing to feel embarrassed and you're like, yeah, I understand it's going to be uncomfortable. I also know it's temporary. I also know I've felt cringy before. I've felt embarrassed before, right? I'm committed to being kind to myself and having compassion. I'm going to be here with myself and just be embarrassed and be bad at this and and let yourself feel bad. Like it seems counterintuitive because we spend so much of our time being like, I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel bad. Right. But when you're just like, you know what? I'm willing to feel cringy. Like I'm willing to be embarrassed. Like I'm, it is, it is okay with me. Right. My brain is always like, I have anxiety and I used to have really bad panic attacks. So a lot of times when I get anxious, my brain will be like, this is a huge problem. We cannot have anxiety. Like this is a bad, 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 bad. And I'm like, I'm like, and I just like take a deep breath and I'm like, I can be anxious. This is just a feeling, right? It's just sensations in my body. This is just anxiety. I'm super good at being anxious. I'm like, I've been anxious half of my fucking life. (laughs) Like I know how to do this, right? And I'll just like, kind of like, it neutralizes it and takes the edge off. Whereas when we're resisting negative emotions all the time, I love this comment because it really does start to shrink your life. Because when you're like, I don't want to be anxious. I don't want to be cringy. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want this. It's like all of a sudden, like your options for what you're willing to do and then things you're willing to try become very small, right? And so I think it opens up a lot of doors when you're just like, yeah, like negative emotions are going to be part of this here. I want the money and the result lines. Negative emotions are coming with me and, and that is okay with me. Like I can do this. Right. And that was really like, I think what allowed me to start being on camera and going live. And now here we are. One other thing that, that I just wanted to say is, you know, studies show that people feel the happiest when they are helping others, when they are giving to others. And we are, I'm inside me. So I'm taking my temperature all day, every day. And some days I'm good and some days I'm not good, but I'm like, I can, I can be in myself a lot. And that's not always a good place to be. Mm-hmm. If I can be there for you, by the way, and make money because I'm, you know, let's talk yeah. about it. But if I can be there for you, right. But like, I'm not charity. If I could be there for you though, and hold the space for you, that is powerful. That gets me out of me. And then uh, I can, I can, I can get past my anxiety. I, it, it shrinks it down. I remember same thing, That's which is I can, yeah. I can speak in front of hundreds of people. But the way I can do it is because I think to myself, how many of these people can I touch? Can I change? Can I inspire? And if I can tell myself that story, I can do it all day, every day. If I go out on stage and go, oh my God, they're judging my hair. Or what if I stumble? And like, it's about me, I am paralyzed. So as business people, there's something to do, I see you. I want to help. I want to hold that space for you to be you. And that is a powerful antidote to, at least for me, to my anxiety. It's usually I'm too much inside me. Get out of me yeah. and get into you. 
that's one of my thoughts. This thought has also made me a lot of money, but this, this thought has made me a lot of money. It'll just, my brain loves to tell me my favorite. I think we all have like in the mastermind, we call them troll thoughts, right? <laughs> but my brain's like favorite troll thought is like, nobody likes you. Everybody hates you. <laughs> and so my brain will be like, nobody likes you. Like, what are you doing? Like, nobody cares what you have to say. Nobody likes you. And I'll just be like, look, even if nobody likes me, I just want to see if I can help somebody. Even if nobody likes me and everybody fucking thinks I'm annoying, I still want to try to help somebody today and just see if I can help someone. And that can like really like get me out of that. Right. And I, I love what you said about like thinking about helping other people and trying to share something useful with people. And it's like making it less about what are they going to think about me? And I'm so bad at this. And it's like, what if I could help somebody? Like, what if I could say something useful? Like, let me just try and see. Your brain's going to be like, nobody, you can't do anything useful. Who do you think you are? And you got to be like, but maybe, like, maybe I could. Like, what if I could? Let me see if it's possible, right? Let me just see if it's possible. If I post every day for six months, it's probably pretty possible you're going to say something that impacts somebody, even if it's by accident. <laughs> How does anyone not like you? Yeah, well, <laughs> I have a whole inbox and <laughs> like hater emails I could show you. <laughs> We're running out of time. I want to make sure I give you guys time to just tell everybody again, in case people have come on, like who you are, what you do and like the favorite, where should we go to stalk you? Like, obviously, Anna, we got to go to the email because she's like, I'm not hanging out with y'all on reels or not. <laughs> email I respect only. it. I respect the boundary. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I'm going to put it in the chat. We're doing business power hour every week now, you guys. I have a whole bunch of amazing guests, experts lined up to come on. And I'll put the opt-in page in the chat. You can sign up and get the schedule and you'll get notified of who we have coming on and the topics and all that. So if you like these conversations and you want to come hang out with us more, I'm just getting like really awesome business owners together and talking about badass business stuff. I think it's the best, but I'll let you guys go ahead. Do like, do like a quick mic drop, like your <laughs> final word, like what we're leaving everybody with and tell us where we can stalk you um, and pitch your freebie one more time. Okay, so I'm Heather Ritchie, and I'm a certified content marketing strategist and SEO content writer. And my freebie is actually the signs and symptoms of imposter syndrome, so that you can see that because we all feel like a fraud at some point in our life. That's kind of what this whole thing has been talking about. And yeah. like, if you guys have imposter syndrome, you need to go get that from Heather. Yeah. She was around and anything she is selling or giving away, I know is really good. So the you need course, to go sign up. I think that the course that goes with that, like that's the freebie that goes into the course, but then course is the imposter syndrome antidote, which is a mini course that helps you deal with imposter syndrome. But I would just say what a lot of us have already said, like take what is unique about you, make it your unique selling proposition and just start doing it and leaning into it because that is where the magic happens. Once I started finally doing that is when I was able to connect with the right people. And that's a lot of stuff that we've all already said. So. Yeah. I love that. And then are you on Instagram or email or where, if people yes, are sorry. like, I want to stalk and hang out with Heather, where do we do that? <laughs> I Probably my email or Instagram. I'm at writer's life for you. Okay. I love that. Yeah, I tagged her on my stories earlier too. So you guys can find them except for Anna because she's a she, <laughs> she's our email queen. You have to find her on the email. I did. Uh, I did. I did hear people talking about the nine grid thing on Instagram where it's just like a static 
thing. So I might set that up at some point. I'm never going to update it. It's just going to have my information there. <laughs> but that way, so that whenever I submit the forms and they ask for the Instagram, I have something to put in there. <laughs> so it's I actually might, really good. I have a 12 grid right now. So it's it's actually oh, it's you can do taking a 12 the stress grid. off of because Instagram is my main channel and I just don't have the bandwidth to do it all. So I love my 12 grid. <laughs> Yeah, I, I didn't know that. you could make a 12 grid. You can do I a 15 to the most I've seen is 15. <laughs> okay. Good. And remind everybody what you do. Yep. Um, so can hire I, you. How, where can we be obsessed with you? <laughs> yes. You should all join my email list. Um, I send out great emails. Um, and I want to remind you guys that whether you show up or not, you're going to have negative emotions either way. If you show up and you feel cringy or embarrassed, that's a negative emotion. But if you don't show up, you're going to feel regretful. You're going to feel like you missed out. You're going to feel like you're not successful with your business. So either way, you're going to have them. The only bonus is that when you show up and you be cringy, you have a good story to tell later. And I tell my cringy mm. stories in my emails. I share those stories. I shared one earlier on this live where I forgot to put the the first name um placeholder text in my email right so collect I those stories that. and use them that is so true i just gave someone this advice or this coaching this week i think in the mastermind but i was telling her i was like you don't want to do this because it's going to feel bad but you need to tell yourself the truth about how you feel right now right <laughs> because she's like miserable basically because she's not doing the stuff and dwelling about how it's not getting done and it's like we need to tell the truth about how this feels because the situation you're in right now doesn't feel good either so I love that you said that where it's like look like you're either going to feel regretful and like wish you had done it or you're going to feel embarrassed and cringy but the second one like Jillian was saying I love that you said that has money like in the result line potentially <laughs> the regretful never has money in your bank account I can tell you that <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So come join my email list, read my cringy stories, um, read my really good emails. Um, and as a great copywriter, to... if you want to write like sales emails that aren't like gross and like are nice to read, you want to get on Anna's email list. And I will tell you guys, if you want to write good copy, which if you want to have an online business, you should want to write good copy. You want to subscribe to people that are good at writing copy and write good emails and you want to read their emails so i would get your booty on her list and then jillian what about you where do we find you the podcast obviously yeah. must subscribe okay, so i'm gonna be on it <laughs> totally yeah very soon so here's so i my podcast is called the blogger genius podcast and i say if you want to know what is happening right now in online business definitely listen in fact like Next week, I'm going live with an episode on threads. Like, how do you use threads? And is it worth investing in? So definitely yeah, check that, that out. So again, it's the Blogger Genius Podcast. Also, in fact, I'm doing a thing with my own self where I'm challenging myself to go live. So after this, I'm going live on Instagram. If you want to come join me, I'm there you my because I'm pushing myself and I would say if you if you want thinking about wanting to make money and selling digital products, grab my personality quiz. Super easy. MyLowTree.com slash quiz. And really, if you are ready to lean into sales and figuring out what your people want from you, definitely I'm your girl because that is really really what I'm focusing on, not building fake businesses, building real businesses and yeah. real businesses make money. Yeah. So if you're waiting to monetize, 
like you're in the wrong direction. Awesome. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Thank you guys so much for coming. I really appreciate all of you guys. I put the business power hour opt in in the chat. If you want the schedule of who we're going to have on and you want to come to more of these chats, you can subscribe there and I'll have the team send out reminder emails. We're still getting everything like up and going with it, but I'm really excited about it. We have some really great guests lined up. We have a lot of exciting things happening. The doors for the mastermind for the year plan are opening the first week of August, and I just finalized the bonus package. You guys are going to die when you see that. It's the biggest bonus package we've ever done. And you guys know, like, I take bonus giving very seriously. Yes, you <laughs> so, do. Yeah, it's going to be a big deal. So we have that coming. I have the free training coming. You guys watch your emails and hang out. And thank you guys so much again for being here. And I hope all of you guys just stick with it. Just know, like, if it feels hard or weird or gross or bad, like, we've all been there. It's normal. And, like, I think somebody else said, too, like, just this is something that brings me a lot of comfort is, like, this is the worst it'll ever be. Like, it's going to get easier. It's I promise. I know I, re I really believed. I was like, no, it will not be easier for me. It will always be horrible. <laughs> Right. I was like, I have like anxiety attacks and I have depression and you don't understand like how hard it is for me. Like I was very attached to my special, special suffering. Right. But eventually I put it down and it got easier and it's been the best thing ever. And the community I have now and the life I have now is like the best. I love all my clients and like doing stuff like this all the time is so fun. And if you want it, you can have it. It's just, you just have to be willing to go through a little bit of discomfort, but eventually it will get easier. So we're cheering you on. I hope you guys all go out and make some big moves and we will see you guys next week. Thank you guys. <laughs>